Join in on the show here. Hold on in here. Hello? Hey, hello? There we go. Good. We got on here. We're connected with CRISPR. What is going on today? Well, you're the one that's talking. At this point, talking about, so I didn't even hear about that. What's going on in Ottawa? Ottawa today has declared a state of emergency. What all that is going to uh, entail, um, they really haven't come out with any details at all, but my understanding that it puts the ball in the provincial government in federal in the federal government's hand so whatever more whatever they more they need to do right um i was reading an article today that um um any fuel or any supplies uh, will be prohibited um from entering Ground Zero in Ottawa. But didn't I mention that before? When you were on the show, did I mention that before, that, that that's what they should do? I think you mentioned that. Yeah. So... I, I think it'll just make it a standoff now. Well, I mean, you know, it is a standoff, as it is, right? I mean, the... The, uh, the members of this Karen Carnival, um, they've made it very clear that they're not going anywhere, right? So, um, and they're saying, you know, I'm sorry, you know, this has, you know, been a, a bit of a disruption for you, you know, the people who live downtown, stuff like that. It's been more of a disruption for the people downtown. Um, they have a really, they have a big mall uh, down there that um, is closed. Small businesses, restaurants um, can't open and people can't go to work. Um, they've been blowing their horns all day and night. So people, you know, 
can't go to sleep, setting off fireworks all hours of the night, as though they can just do as they please, with disrespect, you know, for the citizens that um, reside in, in and around Ground Zero. I think the thing is, they're doing what they're doing, and they started out doing what they were doing, and they weren't getting any answers. They weren't getting any attention, so now they escalated. Well, they got attention, Chris. They got the they got Christopher. They got the attention back when they said this convoy is going to begin at this point in time, and this is where it's going, right? So they so they knew they knew all of that. So they got that attention already from from the government, like federal, provincial, municipalities. They got the attentions uh, of citizens, right? I mean, a normal protest is that you 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 come you see and you and you and you're and you've accomplished nothing right you go you have your protest and you pack up and you leave any protest that Ottawa has seen throughout decades and everything else that going on in this country you know they might have been there for one or two days and then they left and what right? day is this going on well, since last Saturday, and today is Sunday, so we're looking at nine days. Eight days. Eight days. Nine, eight days. But they, they have been, um, whatchamacallit, um, protesting since the week before. So part, part of the protest is, is protesting, you know, clogging up our roads and highways. That's a protest. So that whole protest has been going on for the entire week until they got to Ottawa. And now they're in Toronto. Well, yeah, they have, they have, um, yeah, they're in Toronto. They're in, they're in Quebec and um, the Quebec uh, government there, police and everything like that are taking a pretty hard line stance on that situation there too. So um, they've seen what's unfolded in Ottawa and they're not going to have it. So, um, I just think that, that but... they want uh, they want results. They want the mandates to be dropped, and I don't think. Well, it sounds like they're not going to leave until the mandates are lessened or dropped altogether. Well, part of that, yes, and what they want is the government to be abolished. Right? They want the the. Um, uh, what, what's her, uh, is it the, um, is that called, um, oh, I can't even think right now. It's um, he or she, um, the governor general, they want the governor general to abolish the government government the governor the governor general doesn't have that authority to do that right and the government isn't going to abolish itself right so how you change government in this country is you go to the polls and you vote right yes they want mandates and and, and restrictions lifted i think it's alberta yeah alberta um, is looking at like throughout the month of February and probably 
probably by the end of February that all restrictions will be lifted. And there's been some mention here in Ontario, um, even even though we're the largest province in the country, um, I think we're going to see a lot of changes coming in the next few weeks that, you know, restrictions could be probably lifted by the end of February, right? So depending on the jurisdictions, the province, you know, um, and the um, their health officials and stuff like that, that that's an entirely, you know, up to the Ontario government to, to decide, you know, what jurisdictions and everything like that is going to, you know, move forward. Right. Doug Ford mentioned the other, well, last week, I think it was that, you know, we need to learn, learn to live with this virus. The top doctor of Ontario had, had uh, echoed the, well, he said it first and then Doug Ford echoed the same thing. And that, so um, now that they've both spoken about, we need to learn to live with this. What does that mean? And when is that going to start? So we have to wait and see on that. But, um, so, I mean, their demands, um, like to abolish, the government has to abolish itself and, and stuff like that is just, the government doesn't abolish itself. You know, that's, that's, never happened and it never will thank you for joining us this sunday evening at 6 11 p.m i'm your host doug from ontario canada with uh crisper here also ontario canada so uh what has happened um today um in ottawa canada is that the mayor of the city of Ottawa has declared a state of an emergency. Now, a state of emergency is a situation which allows the government increased powers in the area. It can be declared for a number of reasons, reasons including civil unrest, which we have at the very moment in Ottawa, Ontario, which is the capital of Canada. Or a natural disaster, which is not happening right now. In some cases, it can be mean that martial law is put into effect. We're not going to use martial law um, in a state of emergency. Now, there's a little bit more to this. So, in some cases, uh, conscript citizens to help with efforts efforts to manage the emergency. In others, to authorize qualified citizens to assess the emergency management efforts. Confiscate equipment and property that will assist in emergency management. So right now, um, with this um, fuel um, going into... Um, support um, this Karen Carnival. Um, they said that is not going to be um, happening anymore. 
I haven't seen anything that they have um, prevented. Do what I saw yesterday, though, CRISPR. What's this that? was the, the most craziest thing that I ever saw. They tried to bring a chuck wagon in, pulled by horses, with a huge, um, a huge uh, container of diesel. And this and this thing probably held at least oh it would have been over 500 liters of fuel. I mean uh, tanks uh, tanks on, on on a transport truck um, some are at 150 US gallons each. So a truck transport truck is it has 300 gallons of fuel with the combined tanks us gallons so this thing would this thing would probably fill two transport trucks on a chuck wagon pulled by horses 500 gallons, yep. So they were trying to get a, a little bit in. A little bit? That's well, more than a little bit. Two, That's a little two bit. trucks. How many trucks are down there? And like they'd have to make a few trips. Yeah, but they still had other like people bringing in jerry cans. Right. You know, using jerry cans as well and put them in a little red wagon, you know, with circus bells on it. And, you know, why are they calling it the Karen Carnival? I'm calling it the Karen Carnival. Oh, okay. Well, that's very I creative. Own, I, I own that. Oh, okay. Get a copyright. Yeah. Yeah. When I get a copyright, it's going to cost you 25 cents to use it. <laughs> the Karen Carnival. The Karen never, Carnival. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty neat way to put it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, so confiscate equipment. Oh, um, Oh, you know they they built that um, that shack on that government land. Yeah. Um, to hold supplies, um, food or whatever, and they they had propane, gasoline, and diesel side by side. That's volatile. That's volatile. That's very volatile, right? Diesel, not so much because it takes a little bit more to heat that up. But once the other two go off, it wouldn't take long to heat that diesel and for that diesel to go off. And they would be the first ones to sue the government if someone got hurt. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's a very serious, um, that's a serious problem. You know, so the, the other thing that, in a, when the emergency order is declared, um, make goods and resources available for distribution to those areas Im impacted. Um, the other one here is pro prohibit or at least limit travel to and from within the areas impacted by the emergency. I mean, a lot of people are going to clear out today, you know, because it's Sunday and a lot of people came in on foot traffic. Uh, because the police did uh, close off off ramps and in certain areas so that no more vehicles could get down to that red zone 
right? But foot traffic, of course, you know, people are going to walk down there, stuff like that. But like throughout the week too, I think they, they said that, you know, once everybody left on last weekend, I think they said there were somewhere about 250 uh, protesters through the week. So, and that's, you know, I mean, a lot of people would be, would be leaving today and going home and going to work tomorrow. And that, here's, so. Here's my question though. They've been doing this for eight days. Yep. Has the government at any point slightly or overwhelmingly acknowledged them yet? Oh, of course they have. Of course they have. Trudeau has, has, uh, uh, acknowledged them and um, he said his, his answer to them was that he's not lifting any mandates at this point in time. That was his acknowledgement. Other governments have, have acknowledged them as well. Um, Ontario Premier Doug Ford has acknowledged them. Um, the city officials have acknowledged them. <laughs> I think the reason what, why I ask that is because maybe they don't feel heard at this point. Oh, they've been heard. How could they not be heard? When you, when you, you know, when you like Saturday and Sunday, I mean, when you have an estimated of about 5,000 people down there and, oh, let me make this. Uh, oh, so uh, Tamara Litch ha has done, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, spoken. Um, just iterating um, their demands, right? That's what that's the term that she's using. Demands. Terrorists use the term demands, right? She could probably rephrase that and say, you know, we're, um, you know, we'd like to uh, discuss with you about these mandates and blah, 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 this is how it's affecting stuff, and blah, blah, well, blah. Would the no. Canadian government be willing to sit down? The Canadian government? Uh, Trudeau is uh, basically said his piece, and um, he he has, uh, there, there has been some officials, government officials, who have spoken with them. And that, but uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has 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 just basically made it very clear to them. Do they right? want him to make himself available? Oh, he's available anytime. No, it sounds right? like what he may or not may not be, but it sounds like they have now they are insinuating that. Uh, Prime Minister Trudeau has gone incognito. No, he's not. He's still there in Ottawa and stuff like that. I know there is a couple people, a couple of uh, government officials in, in, in the United States say that he's gone to the United States, but he hasn't gone to the United States. He's in Ottawa at another disclosed location. Has he addressed them live? And the reason I'm asking these questions is that maybe this is what they want. They want a, uh, a the figure, the figure of Canada to step out and say, okay, here's where we're at. Did he do this over the TV or did he do this in front of a podium in front of Capitol Hill? He did, he did, he did it in the house of commons. Well, from, 
from his... So not doing it was probably out of fear for safety. Well, for sure. I mean, you could, I mean, he, when he was, uh, when they were um, doing their campaign for um, the elections, um, he was assaulted. Right. Right. So why do you think, why, what makes you think that he would, he would go and stand out on a, pole, on a podium in front of them? Why would you think he would do that? That'd be kind of foolish. I don't. He said his life is already. They've already threatened him. Right. Like people have already threatened the prime minister of Canada. And you think he's going to put himself out in the open like that? He's not. Right. He can address the nation however he feels to address the nation. He can address this Karen Carnival however he feels he needs to address it. Right, it doesn't have to merely be the prime minister of Canada. It could be the deputy prime minister of Canada, also. Right, so they go back to the word demand. Yeah, they no go back to the word goes to no to, government to is demand. going to give you when you what you want when it's a demand. Yeah, that's right. It's like trying to deal with terrorists and they're demanding things. You know, we don't deal, we don't deal with terrorism, right? We eliminate it. That's what we do. Would you characterize what's going on in Ottawa as a terrorist act? Well, I would say it's a, in a form of terrorist on an act of the citizens of Ottawa. The citizens that live in that core area, in that red zone, by um, using their antics of blowing their air, ho air, horn air horns all hours of the day, throughout the night, blaring music all hours of the day and into the night setting off fireworks all hours of the day and into the night. Yeah, I could say that's an act of terrorism on the citizens of Ottawa. I mean, just think about what it would do to your, to your mental health if you lived down there and you had to listen to that for long periods of time. Right? Uh, governments and, and probably military has probably used that tactic on enemies. Right. So it, it's, it's, um, it's actually, you know, it's pretty ignorant, you know, disrespectful to the citizens that they're doing that. I mean, how would you feel if they, you know, set up around your neighborhood and did that all day and half the night and set off fireworks every single day for the last 10 days. I mean, it's going to get irritating. You're going to get pissed off. It's going to do something, you know, mentally to you as this continues. People are afraid to even go out, Chris. I mean, there's people there that, you know, there's elderly people that live down there too, families with children that live down there as well. 
you know, they're, they, they, people, you know, they, they have to find other, uh, other means of, of getting the things that they need, you know, and it, it's become very difficult for them. You know, people, people won't even go down there if they're wearing a mask, you know, to, to be intimidated by these protesters. I think you know, it's it, gone too far. I think they're not getting their point across anymore. There's not going to be any uh, movement or any thing from the government. The government is standing pat because they're not going to be uh, – the government's could, not going to throw them a bone when they're not throwing a bone back to the government. That's right. That's right. They're not, the government is not going to be intimidated. And they're intimidating the residents, like I say, in and around that um, red zone or ground zero. And a lot of intimidation has has been going on by the noise. Constant. So there was something, um, oh, they, they, um, I was going to say, um, oh, there was another article here. I got to eliminate some of this stuff on this stuff, man. This list that I have, it's too big. It's too big. So it's making media. It's making the media frenzy over it. They're getting the attention, like I averted tomorrow, whether they thought they were getting enough attention. The world knows what's going on in Ottawa, Canada. Oh, of course they do. Of course. And, but it's not going to make a whole lot of difference when the government is not going to budge. They're not going to budge. So they're at a stalemate at this point. Mm-hmm. So they need to sit down. Once... Government's not going to budge, so they need to just. They've made their point. The government has heard them to a degree. Go home and let everybody live their lives and let the grass lie where it may. Mm-hmm. Now because everything is everything has happened for a reason, and they thought, well, we'll try this, we'll do this, and see if it's worked. It's not going to work. You're not going to demand the government. You're not going to bully the government. You're not going to dictate the government. The government's there to protect us. Mm-hmm. That's right. As a society, not as a mm-hmm. just themselves. They're they're there for society. So now the government has decided let's put a state of an emergency in. Well, the mayor of the city did that, not the government. Oh, okay. So the mayor yeah. of Ottawa put a state of emergency in because. He has sat with his council and said, enough is enough. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He sat with, um, well, he, with the police services board, he sat with them as well because he's part of the police services board. And, of course, the uh, councillors um, in the municipal uh, government, you know, they had this um, meeting yesterday, you know, uh, with how things are, how things have 
unfolded, how, how things um, have been handled and everything else like that. So after that, I guess, you know, the mayor woke up this morning and said, well, we'll call it a state of emergency. Now, there may be or may not be a couple things um, they might be able to do, whether this um, would be necessary. Um, it could potentially happen at some point in time, right, in, in using um, the military. Now, could it really happen with the so-called Freedom Convoy, the Karen Carnival, occupation in Ottawa. Now, the way to the way to send in the army, leaving aside various counterterrorism measures that could in, in, involve parts of the military, there are two legal ways the Canadian Armed Forces could get involved in a domestic operation, which this is, right? The first is through the Federal Emergency Act, once known as the War Act. That War Act measures was uh, act in 1988 and is invoked when the federal government, government needs to take over the management of a major crisis. And the law was used by, by his father, Pierre Trudeau, at the LFQ crisis when separatist extremists kidnapped the British diplomat and a Quebec uh, cabinet, uh, cabinet minister in October 1970. That was, then it was um, called the War Act. And uh, Pierre, Trudeau, uh, Tr uh, Pierre Trudeau, Justin Trudeau's father, um, enacted the War Act at that time. So we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, so it's called, so it's called the, um, um, the, the Federal Emergency Act now, right? So, so the use of the Emergency Act would be very unlikely in the case of the convoy truckers because of this law would uh, politically and maybe um, legally controversial. Right. So it's not like there's a big riot going on down there. Right. That's that's not happening. No one's been shot or killed or or anything like that. Right. So the emergency, the federal emergency act. Right. It's, it's not going to invoke that. Now, we have the National Defense Act. There are two parts of this law that would allow the military to step in and help the Ottawa police. And there's a section here that gives the federal cabinet the power to authorize the Canadian military to provide assistance of any law enforcement matters that is deemed, you know, in the national interest. It can't be dealt with effectively without the Army's help. And right now it's not being dealt effectively with the police. We have the RCMP. We have the Ottawa police. We have the Ontario Provincial Police, right? And so far, it's, you know, it, it, it's a, a policing and nothing more. 
So with this um, National Defense Act, using the military to assist the police, right? Um, this was often invoked when the military is needed to help find illegal marijuana grow ops. Um, the other avenue the law provides is through a section called the Aid to Civil Power. And this allows a provincial attorney general to directly request military assistance from Canada's top soldier. The chief of the defense staff, if he or she concludes police can't deal with a riot or disturbance of the peace. So this is not a riot. It has now become disturbance of the peace. So for Ottawa in, in the um, convoy protest, this means Mayor Jim Watson can't unilaterally request military aid. The request would need to come from the provincial government. So Doug Ford, if the mayor asked him, Doug Ford could implement the National Defense Act. Whether or not they will do that, right? I have, I have no, I've never heard of a um, premier invoking that section um, to use um, the military. Um, so really, you know, they've, they've lost the police have basically just have, have, have lost control, you know, basically what they have done, right? Even though more forces are coming in, you know, it seems to be a little, a uh, little too late, you know, to um, get the police forces there and, and the police, uh, you know, police bodies, you know, to, to restore law and order. Oh, and they, uh, did I, I mentioned, oh, that, oh, I did bet, oh, they, uh, oh, that um, hut they built on government property. Um, they, the, the protesters actually um, moved it five kilometers away from ground zero. I mean, they had no, per, they had no permission to build it there. They had, they had no um, building permits. Um, to build it there. They have no permit permits to store fuel, right? And especially, you know, storing propane and diesel and gasoline side by side. You know, because they, they were about a kilometer um, from ground zero. So with, with these supplies and, and whatever like that with this hut. So... So they moved it five kilometers, I guess, to the stadium, right? So then, so with the stadium, the big stadium there, um, what they've done, um, and, and it just, you know, makes it more of a Karen Carnival, right? Um, yep. You know, those... Um, uh, they have at, at, at carnivals, the kids can can jump on them and play in them. They're, they, they're, they're filled with air. 
Bouncy house. Huh? Uh, yeah, bouncy house. Yeah, so they got some bouncy houses there. Um, they got saunas there. You know, so they they've turned they've turned that that parking lot into a carnival. <laughs> you know, that's what that's what they've done. Right? So now this hut or structure that was on uh, government land. Um, uh, I, th I think, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, the indigenous uh, people, I think um, it belongs to them, actually. Um, so, I mean, it could be used publicly by people and stuff like that, but you can't go building structures on land without permits. Right, and you certainly can't store fuel on federal land. You know, and especially the way, I mean, it's not even stored properly. So they did take it down, the protesters did take it down and they moved it, like I said, to the big stadium, um, the baseball, I guess. The, uh, I know, the baseball, baseball stadium? Yeah, I think it's the baseball stadium there. Yeah, because the hockey arena is nowhere near there. The hockey arena is outside of Ottawa um, in Canada. So really not far from from the city limits, but yeah, it's it's out on the west side of, of the city of Ottawa where the um, Senators play. We've had a bunch of people join, my friend. Yes, we have, and welcome to the show, everybody. I am your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada, with CRISPR on here from Ontario, Canada. And that, so whether or not um, uh, the provincial government, if they ask, um, will they use the National um, Defense Act? So, well, that's to remain to be seen. But um, like I said earlier on, they had, um, so with the state of emergency um, declared, um, the police are saying that no more supplies, including fuel, um, to go into the red zone. And that so essentially what they're trying to do is to strangle them off. Yep. Yep. So when you get really low of fuel or gasoline, I guess it's time to head to the nearest gas station and fill up and keep going. Because you won't be able to be, you won't be able to return. It's really yep. a peaceful, it's a peaceful, uh, idea i mean they're not coming in with martial law and throwing people around and towing trucks i mean that would make them more angry but a subtle way to do it is and i guess this is what they're doing they're saying okay no more supplies in no more fuel no more food nothing we'll just well i don't know what the word i'm looking for they're trying to just shut off their 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 supply chain and cut them off at the knees yeah, cut them off at the knees. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, essentially that's uh, that's what um, 
they're going to try to do. So, I mean, it gives, um, with the, with the emergency act evoked, um, it gives, uh, government, um, other extraordinary powers over any law to bring this to an end. You know, what really, um, strikes me though, uh, CRISPR is that, uh, I think it was in Quebec, it was the Oka standoff with the indigenous people. And I guess I'm not sure exactly how long it went on for, but I guess it, you know, long enough, I guess, that they um, invoked um, the National Defense Act and called in the military on the indigenous people. Now, you've seen from time to time where they've had standoffs or the indigenous people um, blockading um, roadways, train tracks, blockading entrances um, onto their land and stuff like that. And, you know, the RCMP, you know, immediately moves in, dismantles everything and throws the bracelets on them. But yet this has been allowed to go on for eight days now and because they're white this is okay if it was it, it, Sorry. If it was if it was if it was, if it was 250 ab, uh, uh, aboriginal or, or, or um, indigenous people they would have been removed already right right they would have been, yeah, they definitely would have been removed. You know, this is this is like a, uh, uh, maybe a double standard. You know, you treat, you, you treat, you know, other individuals differently than you do white folks. It's absolutely appalling. You can't do for one and not the other. No, this would have been over long ago if it was. It was the any other people. Yeah, any other. Absolutely, it would have been over. The RCMP would have moved in if necessary. They would have called the military. And they've done that before. They've they've had the military on other standoffs with the indigenous people. Right. They no, have absolutely. All, yeah, they have. They have yes, in the past. In the in the past few years, they've done this. The Celadon. I believe it was Ontario. They called in the military because these indigenous people having a protest. I mean, here's a different look at it. Uh, government uh, mayor declares state of emergency. It also provides greater flexibility within municipal administration to enable the city of Ottawa to manage business continually for essential services for the residents and enables more flexible procurement process, which could help purchase equipment required for frontline workers and first responders. Because there could yeah. be a problem there. There could be a serious problem there. And the frontline workers and the first responders that work in that area need to get to their places of work. Yeah, I mean, they, they have shelters down there too, Chris, that, you know, they can't, you know, they, 
the can't the people down there, the citizens of Ottawa down there can't even fucking function. At all. They can't. Well, you were mentioning earlier about the uh uh, Emergency Management Civil Protection Act, correct? Uh, it would be called. It would be called um, the National Defense Act. Is that what you what you want? That we meant? Well, something here. I'm just reading from the standpoint of the legal authority. The declaration of an emergency under the Emergency Management and Civil Protection Act does little," said Solicitor General. David White, adding there would be no additional authority to the city or police. Yeah, I read that. I read that part too, but he, he's absolutely wrong uh, because it does allow uh, the police and other um, author authorities um, to um, implement um, other measures, right? They can and they should have been, they should have been um, disallowing any fuels into, into um, the downtown, period. None. That should have been, that should have been, that should have been stopped immediately. You know, um, I've, I've heard, you know, uh, politicians and everything and, you know, they didn't, um, you know, realize, you know, um, how big, how big this was, um, you know, there's, there's been a lot of mistakes made, right, along the way, right, and, and they're admitting to, you know, they've made mistakes along the way. And with this going on this whole week in time like that, and with the protests even in Toronto and even in in, in uh, Quebec City, um, they they obviously could see what's going on in Ottawa and say we are not going to make those same mistakes, and this is how we are going to handle it, and this is how we are going to enforce it. Right? Have your protest, but don't be disorderly. No disorderly contact. Uh, uh, no dis, dis, no disorderly going on. You be respectful. Have your protest, and then move on. That's what you do. At least that's what that's what you're um, supposed to do. Now you you were probably on the on the on the same thing. So, um. well, mentions here. Watson mentioned the wooden structure protesters built at Confederation Park, which has become a community kitchen. He said mm -hmm. more should have been done to stop that sooner. Yeah, it, not just a community kitchen. It, it's become. It's become uh, a spot, a, a spot also um, for aiding um, these protesters um, with fuel as well. 
That's what it's become. They refer to it as a rallied point where there's no so many people. How do we go in and enforce the law and the NCC's property rights? Right. So they should have done that right away. As soon as they saw that. Honestly, at the up. beginning, when I heard all about this, I thought what these truckers were going to do was just drive across Ontario. You know, yeah, hold the on the highway, hold up traffic maybe for a little bit. I mean, my wife got held up on the 401. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know where they were heading. I don't remember what day that was, but she was held up on going to work. And she was very frustrated. That's a very small inconvenience for someone that doesn't live in the area of Ottawa, but still a very annoying and disrespectful inconvenience to anybody commuting to and from work at those uh, different rally points along the highway. That's where I thought it was going to uh, end up being. I never imagined that they would park their now, what they're saying is 500 trucks. Mm-hmm. 500 trucks and vehicles remain in so-called red zone in downtown Ottawa with hundreds of people remaining in the area to protest the COVID-19 mandates. Mm-hmm. Downtown, I've been to Ottawa. I'm sure you've been to Ottawa. Not a very big mm-hmm. downtown. No. Not no. a very big downtown at all. No, not around the parliament buildings. It's not, no. So what they've essentially done and done for too long, and maybe people would disagree with me, is they've paralyzed a city, its residents, for far too long. It's now turned into a sit-in, or whatever we want to call it, and not occupation. a protest anymore. It's an occupation, not a protest. You go out, you protest for a couple hours, maybe a day or two, whether you don't like this, you don't like that, then you go home and you hope for the best. That's mm-hmm. a protest. This is an occupation, and now it's... No, it's it's trespassing now. Well, with the Emergency Act um, um, invoked, they they could actually probably implement trespassing and, and stuff like that. So you mentioned that you know your wife was kind of she was um, held up a little bit with with the uh, she was slightly inconvenienced. Right. So that that convoy that went through um, London and in areas that was. That was not the big convoy that came across Canada. She it, was. Those, uh, those she ones was, came uh, out of Toronto, like Kitchener to Toronto area. She got to twenty kilometers an hour for about forty-five kilometers. Yeah, so that was the one that came out of Windsor and Sarnia, right? That was that was that convoy. Now it had one tractors. That, yeah. Oh, it had the tractors too. Yeah. Oh, that was the other, oh, that was the that was the other day. That was Friday. Correct. Yeah, that was Friday. But the other one the week before, um, that the or or, or they or yeah, the the ones um the Monday when they started leaving from out west. And then I think it was Wednesday before they arrived there, there was a smaller convoy that had gone through from Windsor and Sarnia. But the big one coming from uh, BC and Alberta and those areas there, um, that was about 50 miles long. 
So it would take you about an hour to pass it. If you could hmm. pass it, right? And they, was, weren't they was, not in the middle of the road? No, they were uh, they were using their lane. They had to leave a lane open for people to, to go by, and they had, you know people needed to turn on the streets. You know, the police are out there directing all the traffic and everything like that. So they they you know they were being you know they yes going slow because it's a protest, but you know they weren't um, blocking intersections and stuff like that because they couldn't because just in case of an emergency, right? Uh -huh. Fire trucks and ambulances would have to get through those intersections, but they were able to, they just kept them rolling through and let other traffic continue on their way and, and do what they go about their business and stuff like that as they're coming across the Trans Canada Highway. You mentioned earlier about the fireworks and the horns yes. and yes. Uh, city bylaw service officers issued more than 450 tickets since Saturday morning, including for excessive noise and fireworks. Mm -hmm. 450 tickets, but city uh, police and city well, bylaw service officers. So they're mentioning that it's got out of control. Well, yes, it got out of control about three days ago, to be honest. Yeah, because they haven't even stopped blowing the air horns or firing off fireworks all hours of the day and night. Right. So, yeah, with this with the state of emergency, you know, it does. Um, um, give the um, so the state of emergency gives the government a wide range of special powers to deal with the situation at hand. Right. So, like I said, in, in some cases, constrict citizens to help with efforts to manage the emergency. Well, they're not going to, this is a, this is a different sort of emergency. They're not going to have the citizens help out, right? So, um, of course, it's going to uh, authorize qualified, um, oh, confiscate equipment and property that will assist in the emergency management. So, they're going to confiscate their fuel and then the other supplies trying to get in into the red zone. I'm trying to figure out here, sorry to interrupt, who is posted, like who wrote this article? Um, on on because, the state of emergency? Yes, because uh, uh, the person has is quoted as saying, it is not a demonstration, it is not an occupation, it's something and we don't have a police act that can adequately or effectively address the circumstances. Mm-hmm. So somebody uh, in government uh, has referred to it and doesn't know how to refer to it, but has said not a demonstration and not an occupation. And they yeah. feel that they cannot adequately or effectively address the circumstances. Because as of today, there were now 5,000 people and 1,000 tractor trailers and personal vehicles filled downtown Ottawa to join the protest. Hundreds of people attended a counter-protest at Ottawa City Hall calling for an end to the demonstration. He's referring it to as, as a demonstration, but then in this next sentence, maybe that's not his words, maybe... This next section is his words or she, her words, but to call it not, it's a demonstration for sure. 
and you would have to call it an occupation. They are occupying an area of Ottawa and putting people in a stranglehold. Oh, they're putting them at risk. They're, well, yeah, that's they're what I mean. Them at seri- yeah, they're putting them at serious risk. Yeah, yeah. But so, to call I it, mean, they don't know what to call it. Well, it, I mean, minimally, three or four days ago, that was a demonstration. Now they're occupying an area, so it's an occupation for sure. They're occupying downtown Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. It's like having a, a, a sit-in protest, right? You're occupying. Right, right? and like you referred to earlier, in. if it was any other nationality, they would have brought in freaking carrying them out and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it was the indigenous, you know, if it's even the protesters of a hundred indigenous people blocking a roadway or blocking something, the RCMP would have been forcibly removing them. I heard earlier that they were they were supposed to be bringing in tow trucks and starting to tow vehicles. Well, the, you know, then the tow truck industry says, well, we don't have enough tow trucks and and, and this and that and the next thing. And that may be the case. I don't know what the industry has in tow trucks, right? Uh, in, in heavy and in, in heavy equipment, you know, to even hook on, hook up to the big rig and, and drag it out of there and take it to the scraps yard and, and fucking destroy it, right? I don't know how many, um, but we have, <laughs> have but the, the mean, trucking in industry the, is saying we don't have enough in the Ottawa area. Uh, you have Ross Towing and you've got Miller Towing that are local companies to that area as well. Miller Towing and Ross being the largest, they may just not want to get involved. Yeah, they, you know, um, yeah, I mean, it's, they got to get more people out of there, right, first. Right, a lot more. But I believe if they started towing vehicles, the other vehicles would be like, "No, nah, screw that, I'm out of here." So yeah, even a um, dent would would make an impression like they're not playing around anymore. They're starting to take our vehicles. They have ticketed towed vehicles uh, like around that area, like not from inside that area, but from around that area, they did, they have ticketed and and towed and towed vehicles. Right. I mean, Chris, Christopher, they got <laughs> some of these truckers went as far as putting their trucks up, up on blocks, taking their wheels off. Wow. Right. So this is not a protest. This is an occupation. At this point, the government and the, uh, the, uh, what did you call it? The Karen Carnival? Yeah, the Karen Carnival. Are uh, in a in a battle of tug of war. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna yeah. Who's gonna fall down first? And I'm mm-hmm. gonna tell you, it's not gonna be the government. No, the government's not gonna fall down first. So no, they're not. It, no. it, it it gets to be a if they want to battle and the tug of war the government's all in on that yeah i mean when you when you call a state of emergency um it's a different ball game 
like I referred to earlier, 450 tickets. That was just for the noise violation. Mm -hmm. Who knows how many tickets they've handed out for trespassing. Yeah, I don't know. Because if you and I go somewhere and we're asked to leave, you leave or you're trespassing. They can still charge you for trespassing because you're on the property you weren't supposed to be on. Even though they ask you to leave, they can still fine you for trespassing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So we don't know. We we don't have a number, and they haven't released those numbers. But I'm sure there's been uh, an absorbent amount of trespassing uh, citations handed out in these last eight days, especially yeah. near the end, where the government and police and uh, law enforcement, like the bylaw officers are probably getting to their last nerve and saying, okay, well, then you know what? You're trespassing. Here's your ticket. Deal with it. But maybe this doesn't do anything to the truckers. They have a, a fund. I don't know. I heard that that got cut off. Yeah, the GoFundMe, but they, they these little crafty, you know, far right, uh, um, the far right, whatever they are, um, they had found another source um, in the U.S., but this other source was knowing to take donations for the Proud Boys as well. And um, the, the, the Proud Boys, um, in, well, they're all over. The Proud Boys are in the United States, Canada. The Proud Boys are all over the place. But Canada um, declared the Proud Boys um, here in Canada um declared them a, uh, a terrorist organization, right? So this new funding place in the United States, they've been known to fund that, but pay, PayPal um, cut those funds off. And PayPal should do the same thing. They should follow the GoFundMe and cut those funds off. That's what they should be doing. I was okay with them driving up the highway, making a point. I'm yeah. not okay with this. No, I'm not okay with this at all. No, I'm, I'm not for this at all. You know, you want like to drive I said, down the highway and uh, take, what did you say, 50 miles or something? Yeah, they're about, they're approximately, yeah, they were almost 50 miles long. Ah, you didn't read this. Listen to this, Doug. What did I miss? Despite a reported 800000 per day for extra resources, there is still an ongoing failure of police to fulfill its mission to protect the safety and security of the communities. $800,000 a day. That's what they're getting, $800,000 a day, and they still have not got this under control? Eight hundred. Despite the reported, I'll repeat, 800000 per day for extra resources. There is still an ongoing, ongoing failure of the police to fulfill its mission to protect the safety and security of the communities. Wow. That's crazy. The like Centertown Community Association calls on police and the city to take the immediate action, including enforce all applicable bylaws on occupiers 
obtain court injunctions where required to clear residential areas and allow residents to safely access homes, workplaces, and amenities in the community, engage in efforts to contain protests to a strictly limited area, impose deadlines and strict fines on occupiers for not moving to a designated zone, apologize to residents for grossly mishandled the situation and failure in the mission to protect the safety and security of the communities. Well, do you know what designated zone they should move them to? They should move them to the Kingston Penitentiary. <laughs> There's lots of room there. Right? So, $800,000 per day is going to the uh, enforcement services. Mm -hmm. Who's paying that? Taxpayers. Exactly. Yeah, taxpayers. So don't you don't 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 you think that we should demand results? Right? Even though that I don't live in Ottawa and you don't live in Ottawa, these are federal and provincial taxes. Well, actually mostly provincial taxes because this is provincial police. City police. Right. RCMP is federal. So they're doling out $800,000 a day for enforcement and safety and security of the community. And they still feel that they cannot live up to the expectations as the enforcement group. Does that right. not blow your mind? That just blows my mind. I mean, they might as well just take that money and give it to, to the uh, Karen Carnival so they can burn it and stay warm. Right, because you know this is this is just fucking ridiculous. You know, really, honestly, you know, um, the people that are involved in this, the organizers, um, they they've been well known for using um, uh, racial comments. Um, um, extremist views. Um. Uh, one organizer there, Tamara Litch, she's a Wexit of the Wexit party or whatever like that, meaning exit, being separatist, right? Yeah. So these are the people, you know, you're giving money to, you know, so that needs to stop. That absolutely so maybe, needs to maybe stop. Maybe what we should... Maybe what we should do right now is maybe see if anybody want, has an opinion. Anybody have an opinion on here on the Truckers Podcast? FYI, for your information, I welcome all the people that's come on here. Um, recently, I'm kind of like twisting and turning in, in my chair and, you know, getting antsy and, and stuff. But, yeah, uh, welcome to the show. Um, you got a comment. You're more than welcome to comment. And I have had other comments on here too. Um, one was, um, I don't know what I'm talking about and that they're all lies. Um, one comment is that uh, I, you know, obviously only watch uh, mainstream media, you know, and, 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 you know, of course I do because I, I don't, I don't watch those disinformation channels. I don't watch the disinformation media. 
or any media sources that have all this disinformation out there. Let's watch, let's watch TMZ. What's that? It's a, it's a propaganda channel. Oh, is it? TMZ. TMZ. Yeah. You know, I, have to, I, have to, I have to check that out sometime. You have to you check know? out TMZ, man. What they've been saying about this convoy is just so out there. Whatever we're saying on this show is is factual. It's it's there from people that are reliable sources. Mm -hmm. But TMZ has it out there so far-fetched that weak minds, and that's how I'll put it, weak minds mm -hmm. will, will buy into it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, diaper Donald Trump, you know, he's put his two cents in, in this. Um, diaper Donald Trump Jr. has put his two cents into this. Um, other um, people in the United States and government has put their two cents into this. And basically what I can tell you, and, and I'm not afraid to tell you with diaper Donald Trump and stuff like that, they can mind their own fucking business. Plain and simple. You know, simple as that. You know, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, um, his, uh, his residence at his, what's his residence, the, the Mariglow fucking golf course in Florida? Uh, yep. Yep, yep. So... Um, he's in need of diapers. So if anybody wants to donate diapers, you know, to Donald Trump and his family, you're more than welcome to do that. You know, they're, you're they're killing me, donation. man. <laughs> they're taking donations for diapers. So you're more than welcome to send it to Donald Trump. You know, uh, they, they could be the, the, uh, um, the poster child for Pampers and Huggies. Well, that depends. <laughs> well, yeah, there could be that for depends too. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that's what's been happening, ladies and gentlemen, uh, lately with uh, just today. The, uh, the state of emergency um, has been called by the mayor of Ottawa, and um, that um, certainly um, changes perspective on things in um, what part of that um, state of the emergency are they going to implement? We'll see in the coming days. I mean, we've seen all these interviews, uh, like TV interviews with uh, the occupiers. You know, a microphone will get in there and talk to a few occupiers. Mm -hmm. But I implore the UN our listeners, to uh, look up TMZ's uh, footage and see how, and I'm going to use this term, how redneck it is. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it man, it, it made me laugh. If you want comedy relief, you do the TMZ on your computer, look up the interviews at the convoy in Ottawa, and just listen to the fiddle-twanging stuff that's going on with that. Yeah, all the rhetoric, fucking BS. Making making them look like 
uh, worse than they are. They're there for a purpose. There was one where they interviewed as a Canadian citizen. He actually, with what he's doing, was actually insulted and was like, "I'm not talking to you anymore." I'm like, "What are you asking me?" They were looking because it's a TV show. Okay. TMZ is a TV show. I'm sure if everybody's heard of it. Yeah, I've they never talk about at most it. of the time. They talk about stars and what they did wrong. Oh, like okay. actors and singers. Oh, okay. But when they've they latched on to the they've latched on to the Ottawa convoy, and they run. They're running with it like it's a the Karen Circus, man. Oh, yeah, the Karen Carnival. The Karen Carnival. It, it, it's redneck central. Well, they got the bouncy houses and everything down, um, you know, um, at the stadium. You know, they got saunas over there and all that stuff. And they got Karen Carnival going, you know. TMZ was place. actually everything that they're trying to uh, stand for and get was eventually, I think it was this past Wednesday or Thursday was banned from interviews. Really? They, the occupiers were completely disgusted with the uh, portrayal that they were representing for these people. They were looking mm -hmm. for entertainment. Yeah. And they don't want to be entertainment. They want to be heard. I don't agree with it, what they're doing, but when this... TV show went in there. They were actually banned. I think it was on the Wednesday or Thursday from conducting any further interviews with anybody in the red zone. Mm -hmm. Welcome to uh, the people who are joining us us here on the truckers podcast. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada with CRISPR from Ontario, Canada. Um, for those who are joining us, we are, you know, of course, you know, you, you've heard of this Karen carnival in Ottawa this occupation um, today for those who are just coming on now um, the mayor of Ottawa has declared a state of an emergency and we'll have to wait and see how that unfolds um, within the next couple of days or so and um, see what other course of action um, is going to be taken by we could now Actions could be taken by the Ontario government and the federal government. Um, so by throwing the ball into their court, by calling a state of emergency, someone's got to pull their thumbs out of their ass and do something. You know. Well, the thing is, they want answers down there in their little carnival. But mm -hmm. as citizens and taxpayers, and what I referred to earlier, the money spent per day. Us as citizens deserve results. Yeah, we do. We do. Yes, we do. All because our taxes. If they're spending $800,000 a day to try to fix this, well, give me $800,000 a day and let me figure it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. You know, you figure 10 days, that's 800000 you know, that's eight hundred million. Is a million? Is it over a million? Is all? Is over? No, it is. It, it's no, over that's well seven over a million. million. 
that's over seven million. So that's almost as much as they raised um, from the GoFundMe. The GoFundMe, you know, all the all these occupiers or these people who got this going, all they got is a million dollars out of the ten million, and you know, all that money is you know people will be getting be getting their money back. So where's this money going? Eight hundred thousand. It's going to the police services. It's going to bylaw officing uh, enforcement. RCMP. RCMP. OPP. The Ontario Provincial Police. The um, uh, what's it call it? The Protective Services of of Parliament. It's an insane amount of money that's being thrown out there with little to no results. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Yep, so maybe by calling the state of emergency, um, <clears throat> it's going to get the federal government hopping and the provincial government hopping to uh, decide what they're going to do. This, this cannot go on all this upcoming week and into next weekend. Could you imagine another five to 10,000 people ascending on Ottawa next Saturday and Sunday? No fucking way. Absolutely not. Highway of 417 uh, goes into Ottawa. Yep. They have a grocery list of roads off the 417 that are either closed. Mm-hmm. No, they're closed. They're barricaded. Mm-hmm. They got barriers. Yeah. Concrete barriers and heavy equipment. Barricades remain in place throughout center town, lower town. Byward Market, which I was there, be- very beautiful street. I got to give a, a shout out to Ottawa. Baywood Market is a wonderful, beautiful place. Sandy mm-hmm. Hill and Glebe. Mm-hmm. But they have a grocery list of roads that peel off of the 417 that are barricaded. They're closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you would know some of these as a truck driver, Nicholas and Mann, mm-hmm. Metcalf, Bronson, Parkdale, Island Park, Kent, Vanier, St. Lawrence. Just a few. Pinecraft, Woodruff. Oh, aviation's even closed. Wow, like this, this is insane, Doug. This is insane. Like they got to do something about this because people are being held hostage in their own city. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they certainly are. Yeah, and it's going to so. be if if they if they truly believe there's going to be unrest. Unfortunately, it may come down that the citizens are going to become very uh, volatile. Yeah, that's what we don't want, right? We want to, you know, um, just the citizens. I know it's been really tough for them in Ottawa, but um, we we have to stand our own, but we also have to be safe, right? And hopefully, you know, the authorities, you know, um, eventually grow a pair. And use that resource. and, And use the resources and now that it's a state of emergency, they'll have access to a whole lot more. Well, that's what scares me. And now they've just declared a 
state of emergency. Mm -hmm. And this, this money has been going out since pretty much the beginning. What's that going to cost now? Mm. Because now they're going to be calling in even more resources to mm -hmm. get this under control. Is this mm -hmm. 800000 now going to turn into $1.2 a day mm -hmm. or more? Yeah. Or more. Yeah, that's why they need to end it. Yeah, that's why they, you know, I've been calling for this for weeks even before they even fucking decided to do this. You stop the fuel from getting in there, per period. No fuel, no other accessories, no other nothing gets in there. And I've been saying this for a fucking week. You cut their supplies off, period. And you can arrest anyone aiding, aiding and abetting them as well. Well, they already said in the article that anybody caught bringing in resources will be uh, face charges, possible arrest. Good. That's what they need to do. So we'll see. You know, there, I watched a little news article today and, and uh, a news person has been down there. And even though the state emergency has been called, You've seen people carry fucking jerry cans in, in, into the red zone. You know, so you either fucking stop them or you just be a bunch of pussies and do nothing. You know, people are getting fed up. You think, you think, how, you know, we have a population of 37 million in this country. How many people you think are getting fed up with the antics and the fucking bullshit going down on in Ottawa. Quite a few people are fucking upset about this bullshit, this fucking Karen carnival. It's disturbing when you see the protest turning into what looks like some kind of fun carnival where they got bouncy castles, hot tubs, and saunas. A complete insult to the people are putting up with this nonsense for the last seven days and it shows a great deal of insensitivity fuck next time you know soon they're gonna have circus clowns you know they're gonna have the big the the the, the, the big top tent you know with all kinds of fucking circus acts going on in there for people to come down for fucking enjoyment Unfucking. there's there there's the word that needs to be used Ottawa is under siege. Yeah, they are under siege. Yes, they are. Because why yeah. don't they just open up a few doors and call it a, a resort? Yeah, why not? Because they yeah. got saunas, they got whirlpools, they got, uh, what else? They got bouncy castles. Let's just turn, yeah. pay a, uh, call it a, what it is. It's a, it's a redneck resort. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, because so they're then, not then, stopping them. No, and you know, and then they're trying to, to bring a chuck wagon in pulled by horses. Chris, you know, chuck wagons can be big, right? They're yes. big, and you imagine the size of, of the of the um, uh, container holding. It's got to be five six hundred gallons of, of fuel pulled by horses. How 
fucking ridiculous is that? And I'm watching this on the news, and the police did stop them. No, nope. you can't just bring that in. in there. You know, they said you can't, you can't go in there. It was all like this was yesterday. It's all blocked off. You can't go in there with this. You know, oh, you know how we, and they tell them, you know, you'd have to go way far away from here and fill jerry cans and then bring them in. I just said you're not bringing a goddamn thing in here. Period. How did they get saunas and whirlpools and bouncy castles and trucks? Because that was that's like five kilometers away from the from the red zone. And let me ask you this: Where are they going to the? That's bathroom? where the stadium, the base, the baseball stadium is. That's where they know, have all uh, that stuff. Where are they going to the bathroom? They got they got Johnny on the spots. Oh, so they had those delivered too. Oh, sure. Yeah. Wow. It's. Yeah. I wish I had that kind of setup. No kidding, eh? Could charge for it if they wanted to. You could you could charge admission. Yeah, char- yeah, charge admission to go on the bouncy castles. My kids would love that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We're sitting on an hour and fifteen minutes, Doug. Yeah, it's actually I got on air uh, an hour and twenty five. Yeah. On the sh- on the show. Lots of good listeners tonight. We have a lot. Yeah, we got quite a bit of people on here tonight. And thank you for joining me. And um, of course, it's you know entertainment on this show. I'll tell you that because I don't hold back on what I want to say, ladies and gentlemen. I speak my mind, and um, you know these are my opinions. And um, leave your opinion, leave your thought. You're more than welcome to do that. And uh, we're going to end it here this evening. And uh, it's going to be... Head down uh, to uh, Ottawa and take a dip. Yeah, I could go on, I could go in the sauna. Yeah, I think I'm going to join you, man. We'll just get down could, there and yeah. get, a, get a nice dip. Yeah, I could do that, you know, get on the get on the bouncy castles and and stuff like that. So, yeah, unbelievable. 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 So, yeah, we'll end this show tonight there, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, um, throughout the week, um, it's kind of difficult to get out of here because of my, on here because of my schedule. Um, Thursday, I was out here because I had a snow day. I didn't have to go to work that day, so I had a Thursday morning show um, out here. So, um was able to do that and then um friday i believe i was out here in the evening and of course today and that so i have to wait and see how things unfold and um for the next couple days um i'll see what's happening um get the show up there what it's going to be about in in the time and if CRISPR can join me, that'd be great. Um, if you can join me, that'd be that'd be great as well. And uh, we'll see what happens. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming out here on the Truckers Podcast. I thank you, CRISPR. Thanks you. Have a safe evening. Have a safe work week. Be safe. Stay out of trouble. And take care.
Good night, everybody. Little standoff music. Good night, everybody.